Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. Today, we are here at a very interesting place, FPEA Conference. Yes, Florida Parent Education Association Conference. It's pretty much a homeschooling convention. Convention, yeah. yeah. Where people come and they learn different curriculum, they learn different ideas, they buy books, they uh, do a bunch of stuff. We're here to promote TLT Con happening this July 17th to the 23rd. And we've been getting a lot of good feedback lately. We're going to have on some very special guests today. We've got a lot of influential people here at FPEA. Yes, we've already been able to connect with so many people. There's so many different booths, so many people to network and meet, so many young people to meet. And we both got to go see Ben Carson speak live, famous neurosurgeon. We got to see Ron DeSantis speak about schooling. And uh, it was very cool. Yeah, we've had some jam-packed days. And... It's just getting started. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting started. We're here in the A, and we got a live audience behind us of a bunch of young leaders, young future leaders, all staring at us. <laughs> future TLT. Future TLT. Yes. There's a large variety of opportunity for these homeschooled families. They've got theater groups, uh, community theater um, lessons and things. We have lots of colleges, prospective places for these kids when they graduate, um, which is like right now in that season of graduation for a lot of them. And then also they've got a lot of curriculum booths, like like where you can come and kind of shop around and figure out what curriculum you want to use next year. I spoke to a little boy, yesterday who was saying that he is on the hunt for a specific book that he's been trying to find. Yeah, it was the Mysteries of History series. Apparently the author is here and he was so excited. I mean, it's so cool to see the excitement of these kids being able to meet. For something like curriculum, for history. Like they're like, I want to find this book because it's like the best workbook I've ever had. The freedom to be able to choose and kind of you know, pick what curriculum you want to use throughout the year and that it's not just the parents that are excited, it's the kids as well. So cool because I was homeschooled for two years, the sixth and eighth grade, and I did not like it. It was public online school called, well, I'm not, I'm not going to call them out <laughs> K through 12. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, it was not very fun because it was not interactive and I could just pretty much Google all the answers. So I would cheat. And so I always had this idea of what homeschooling was. It was either that or it was just your parent teaching you whatever they knew. But I got exposed here that there's a lot more that goes into the homeschooling community. And it is very, very cool. You know, one booth that we passed really stood out to us. It's called 1,000 Hours. Yeah. So I um, got really excited. I was actually on my way somewhere else and I caught out of the corner of my eye. I had been listening to a podcast, um, driving cross country, just, you know, on loop with podcasts. And I come across one that had um, Ginny on as a guest with 1,000 Hours outside. And I was just like, this is such a cool concept. So the whole thing is like getting kids to spend time outside all year round, off the screens. What a concept. Yeah. And so when I walked past her booth, I felt like starstruck, even though you know, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like she's a normal person. But um, I you know, introduced ourselves and um, we ended up getting her um, to kind of check out our booth. And it seems like she's going to be our next guest on the live podcast. Yeah, so she agreed to be on the show. And so we're going to have her on right now. Please welcome Jenny from 1000 Hours. People try to put us to death. Anything challenging is going to be hard. So what? Hard could be the new fun. 
Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back in a day and age where kids spend more time inside i think right now than any other point in history being outside is more important than ever a lot of people don't know why jenny from 1000 hours outside is pioneering this movement of spending more time outside something that should seem obvious but isn't in our day and age i'm so happy that you could join me here I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you. It's FPEA is such an awesome conference, isn't, isn't it? it? It's so cool. There's yes. so many people around. It's so vibrant, and I and I just love being here. Me too. So, explain to me what is a thousand hours outside? Is it a book? Is it a curriculum? Is it just an idea? So it's actually a movement, and we are aiming to actually spend 1,000 hours outside every year. Uh, within 365 days, so it averages out to just under three hours a day, That's not bad. which is um, which is what the what the experts say kids actually really need that time for their optimal development. Why do they need that time out? Side. Well, it helps them with everything. It helps them academically. Uh, it helps with their cognition because when they're doing these different complex movements like running and climbing and as the things get harder, um, it's helping their brains function better. So it's mm. helping them cognitively. It's helping them get ready for school. Like, uh, you know, it's helping their eyesight. It's helping their eyes work good together. Really? You know, so because they're moving all these different ways, right? So their eyes are tracking with every step they're having to work together. So it's helping their core strength. It's helping their gr their, gris their grasp and it's working their fingers and their wrists, their, their elbows, all the way up to their shoulder girdle. So it's helping them academically. It's helping their social skills. You know, wow. through play, um, yeah. and you know they're they're motivated to keep playing. So they want to just make sure that they're cooperating and coming up with all these different ideas. And emotionally, it's helping them obviously calm down physically. All these different things spiritually. If parents are concerned about that, it's helping with their faith because um, you know truths are displayed in creation. Mm. Uh, and so it's sort of this catch-all for kids to have these lifelong benefits just from just from stepping out the door. You know that's so awesome. It's so cool to hear it articulated in that way because as a kid I, I enjoy spending a lot of time outside I really do think it helped me out a lot I know that a kid just has so much imagination that two and a half hours outside they can make that work yeah now for people like us grown adults that do business you know all this stuff is it is it equally as important for us to be outside for the head amount yeah I think um, I'm not sure that what the numbers are for adults um, the books that I have read have been geared toward kids but we know that it helps with our blood pressure um, the sunlight helps reset our body systems so if you go outside in the morning that sunlight goes through your eyes it hits your brain um, it helps your body kind of wake up. You have all these 100 body systems that are dependent on the day and night rhythm. It helps you release mm. serotonin, which that's what makes oh, you yeah. feel good right in the morning. So it turns off the melatonin production. So it's waking your body up. So for adults, I think for a myriad of health reasons and also just emotionally, blood pressure, all those things. Um, you know, they say that elderly people who dance regularly, so complex movements, right. they have a 79% less chance of developing dementia. That is so, so interesting. You know, it is important for adults to be moving in complex ways. And when you step outside, the environment is immediately more complex because the ground isn't flat. Right. And, you know, if you're if you're balancing or you're walking through some wet, you know, on wet rocks or things, you're really having to concentrate um, and uh, as you're trying to move your body those ways. So I think it's important for both. Awesome. What? I, I assume that you have children. 
Yes, so we have five kids. They're ages 5 to 13. Nice. These are easy ages. It yeah. was a lot harder <laughs> when they were smaller. So when they were little, it was hard to get out the door because there's sure. a lot of things you have to bring, a lot of food, a lot of, a lot of you know, water, and that kind of thing. They can't help carry it, you know, so that was tricky. Mm. And as they've gotten older now, they're busy. Like You understand that, right? Oh, yeah. you got a lot of things going on, and they have other commitments. So um, there's always some challenges to it, but it's worth trying to overcome and sort of figure out how you can make it work because, you know, they'll the benefits are lifelong for them. Yeah, absolutely. What's what's your favorite thing to do outside with the kids? Okay, we love to go hiking. Um, and there are really cool places to go hiking. Uh, and we find them using Google Maps. Oh, So okay. if you have Google Maps and you just, wherever you're at, you type in waterfall or you type in beach or playground or any of nature center or any of these different things, like all the ones that are around you will pop up you know, people rate them so you can find the best places to go. So we like to find cool hikes. Like we've been to Asheville, North Carolina, you know, and there's all these waterfall hikes. And, um, and so we like kind of finding new places to go. Waterfalls are a fun thing for us. We really like those too. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, You know, one of the things that kids are struggling with is that they're not getting much downtime. Uh, Their lives are filled to the brim and and well-intentioned, right? Parents are trying to set their kids up in the best way possible. So they're filling the kids, you know, from morning to night with all of these different opportunities, you know, classes and and tutoring and all these things. But kids need downtime to be able to release their neurotoxins. Mm. Um, They need downtime to be able to work through boredom, you know, and, and to learn how to be creative. It's something that you have to learn to be innovative and the job market is changing like here you are right and you have this whole setup at a conference this is innovative right you guys have a really cool looking booth you got these um, interactive elements there's kids standing here right now that are doing your interactive elements this is really out of the box for a conference right you've done all these cool things and innovative things and in order for our kids to learn how to be innovative they have to have time to be able to work through things and not have all their time spelled out for them Mm. so that's another thing that outside time does is it gives them that time that's their own, right? Where they mm. get to work through their own ideas and work through the resources that are there to become creative and innovative people, you know, and that's going to translate into things like this as they get older. I think that uh, the screens and filling up your day, as you said, and just constantly be doing something when they're stuck with themselves, they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, it's a, I think they become dependent on it to a degree. And I think as a parent, if you have young kids, your best babysitter is their imagination. You know, so mm. when we give screens, you know, we're cutting that off. And so maybe it's a good short-term solution. And maybe sometimes you actually do need that. You're working from home or you have these different situations. And sure, that's fine. But if it's something that you become dependent on, then in the long run, the kids are really going to have a hard time because they don't have anything to draw from on the inside. And then there's a documentary called The Social Dilemma where they talk about how kids are turning to it also for comfort you know so they're not learning how to deal with sort of a depth of feelings you know the things that come at us in life and so nature is a way um you know to provide emotional respite and and things for kids so you know the screens uh you know they they steal experience um and they also can become you know something that we're dependent on uh you know, to a degree that's maybe not super healthy. So um, we're not anti-screen, but really just all about balance. Yeah, I think that's great. All right, kids, you heard it here. If you haven't heard it before, go get outside. 
That's it. I love it. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much for being on our show for this I'm quick little thing. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, you guys have awesome things going on for, for teens. I'm really um, impressed and young adults with what you're doing. It's super important. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Can you maybe shout out your socials or your size? Sure. So mine's easy. So we're 1,000 hours outside. It's 1000. So we have 1000hoursoutside.com. We have at 1000 hours outside. People use the hashtag. There's almost a half a million of them. Get um, out. Yeah. So it really is a movement. It is a movement all over the globe. So people use hashtag 1000 hours outside. It's a movement where we're being intentional about nature time. The, the number doesn't matter as much as just the intentionality and knowing that this is a gift to kids. It seems mm. frivolous at times, but it's really a hyper rich learning environment. Awesome. Thank you again. Thanks, Danny. My day is my generation.